Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of Rock Talk for Industrial Components. My name is Bill Martin. And I'm Paul Seid. So Paul, what's today's topic? Bill, I'm glad you asked. Um, before we get into the topic, I, I always like to do a shout out and I wanted to um, say thank you to Tom Hopkins. He's out in the Northeast. He's with Horizon Solutions. And actually, Tom gave us the idea for today's topic, which is Proposal Works, Rockwell's Best Kept Secret. Ah, it is kind of best kept secret. Um, you know, when I first came to the uh, components group back in 2007, oh man, that makes me feel old. <laughs> um, you know, I came from the, the PLC and, and Rockwell software business, and, you know, we had a handful of catalog numbers here and there, but in the components group, uh, I just noticed there's lots, lots and lots of uh, catalog numbers. So, you know, how do you how do you choose the the one you need to use? You know, and you came from the motion business. Um, did you did you experience that too? Uh, not so as a servo drives, not really, but the motors, right? With all the different options that you can have with a motor, you know, encoder, uh, different bearings, different types. So that that kind of proliferates the skew count and the num number of catalog numbers pretty significantly, but still. I think it pales in comparison to, um, you know, the components business. Yeah. So, I mean, so how does a customer or a salesperson or a distributor know how to select the, the right component? It's a great question. And uh, to help us answer that and to get into the topic, I would like to introduce Mike Brennan. Mike, welcome to the show and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah, again, my name is Mike Brennan. I'm one of the engineering supervisors at McNaught McKay Electric Company in beautiful Madison Heights, Michigan. Uh, I've been with McNaught McKay for 25 years. I started working with Bill in the PLC software group. And in 2015, I took the role to start managing the uh, sensor safety industrial control group here. So, just like Bill, uh, I worked with just a few part numbers, right? And making the transition over to the components side uh, has been a real struggle. Yeah. <laughs> so you had the same experience I had. I did. <laughs> Somebody would ask, you know, what's what's a blue uh, push button part number? I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> how do you put all, a contact on that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you need one of those too. Yeah. So how how'd you deal with that, Mike? Well, so one of the things that I used exclusively was Proposal Works. I mean, this tool is, it's a great tool, right? And, uh, you know, the components team that we worked with before, they, they showed it to me and they said, hey, this tool will allow you, as long as you know the bulletin number and you know how to get started, it'll allow you to take questions from the customer and turn it into a part number that they can use. So, Mike, what's the difference between Proposal Works and, and a any standard selection tool that's out there on the market or anyone else would have? Yeah, so that's a great question. So when I think of a selection tool, it's like when you're trying to buy a car. I'm from Detroit, right? So trying to buy a car, you go online, right? And you pick and over on the left side, maybe in the, in the, in the webpage, there'd be a couple of different filters that allow you to, to see 50 or 75 different parts. That to me is a simple like product standard selection tool. Proposal Works is a lot different than that. And how it's different than that is basically as long as you know where to get started and, and say the, the terms like a push button, you can literally search based on a keyword, right? 
the tool is actually going to allow you to ask uh, fu the fundamental questions required to get to that individual answer. So it's going to start with things like voltage, current, color, right? What type of context that I need? And it's going to it's going to make you look like an expert to your customer or make you look like an expert when you're saying, hey, I know how to choose Allen Bradley parts. Let me show you how to pick this PowerFlex drive. Or let me show you how to pick this push button. So one of the things that I also do here is I manage a, a team of co-ops, right? And these folks are 18, 19 years old, coming right out of high school, going into college, and they provide a technical support staff to our customers. Well, one of the things that's a little bit daunting to them is getting started with picking and selecting components. So ProposalWorks is their tool. They use it every day. Everybody in that group, if they didn't have ProposalWorks, they'd be fumbling through catalogs like we used to do, and it doesn't work. So they look like experts to our customers because they open up the, the window associated with the catalog number and allows them to ask specific questions. What voltage do you have? How much current are you using? If it's a contactor, what coil does it require? Do you need any auxiliary contacts? So I, I think that's what differentiates proposal works from a lot of the different selection tools or filters that we've seen out there in industry. So Mike, what, uh, so what products are included in proposal works is it just a subset of rockwell automation products or from a proposal works perspective everything that rockwell automation sells is included in there if it's a standard catalog listing so everything from software plcs io safety components industrial control motion components motors cables everything that's included you'll find within uh, proposal works and that's a significant amount Additionally, one of the things that you may not think about is Rockwell has this great program called the Encompass program. And there's a lot of different Encompass uh, partners that, are, that have included their parts in the individual selection tools within ProposalWorks. So it's awesome. Really? Encompass partners are part of this too? Yeah. Some of the, some of the greatest Encompass partners we have, folks like Ross Controls, uh, Spectrum Controls, HMS Products. That's just a few. I learned some today too. Now, <laughs> those are in there either. That's cool. So it's almost like a one-stop shop, huh? We think of it as a one-stop shop. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different things that it that it can that it can do for you as well. Mike, it sounds almost easy enough for me to use, but why is it <laughs> the best kept secret? I mean, you know, it sounds like a selection tool. What what else is in there? Why is it the best kept secret? And what are the things that most people may not even know they can do with, with proposal works? Yeah, Paul, that's a great question. So, so a couple of things that, and we're getting a lot of customers that are coming to us asking for these specific things, right? So uh, if you ever had a customer ask you, okay, you picked out this part, what's the life cycle status of that part? Well, one of the things that you can do directly within proposal works is enable a, uh, what the life cycle status is of that individual part. So when you select the part, you can say, is that part current? Is it active, active mature? Where's it at in the life cycle? Uh, additionally, if it's a legacy part or part uh, that's active mature and there's a substitution for it, it'll automatically give you that replacement for that individual part. Another thing that you can do is you can enable the ability to see whether or not that's an, a stocked part for Rockwell Automation. And if it's a stocked part for Rockwell Automation, generally either distributor like a McNaught McKay or Rockwell will have that part in, in stock and you'll be able to get it very quickly. Finally, the last thing, and this is an interesting thing, if you start doing business with the, with 
so the U.S. government or some of our other, other customers, they'll ask you for country of origin, right? And that can be very difficult to look up if you've ever had to go through a bill of materials of like a thousand parts and determine what the country of origin is. One of the things that you can do is actually export to Excel, not only the part number, but the country of origin where it was built. And, and that's a great tool for, for somebody. Wow. That, that's amazing. <laughs> There's almost everything's in there. Um, you know, what other types of information are, is in proposal works for, for the different products? So one of the things we use all the time is, you know, customers are always asking for because, hey, they want to take your parts and they want to include them in their drawing package. So one of the things that's included when you select the parts for many of the components that are in there, you'll find a 2D or 3D drawing. So some of the things that you'll find, like, for example, with IO, IO can be a little bit daunting when you're trying to select the different pieces and parts that are available to it. So one of the links you can find under I.O. is a link to a selection guide associated with it. And finally, you'll find information like technical information, what certifications the part will have, any links to white papers. There's a ton of stuff available. Wow, that's amazing. So, all right, well, that makes sense, right? If I'm looking up a specific part for something, I can see its life cycle, if it's stocked, what's its country of origin. Um, you know, get its drawings. That sounds awesome. But what if, um, you know, I think this happens pretty often, if a customer is trying to evaluate maybe different options. Um, so how does ProposalWorks handle that? Yeah, great. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that bill with an example I had just last week. So I had a customer that was working on a fan and they wanted to know, hey, let's compare the PowerFlex 400 to the PowerFlex 753, right? So one of the things that you can do within proposal works is you can add group headings. Well, what does that do for me? Well, basically what it does is allow you to create options in your bill of material to the customer. So I created one option where I created a PowerFlex 400 and then some of the additional components that would be required like circuit protection and the like. And then I created another option with a PowerFlex 753. Now you're able to also individually subtotal each thing under the group heading, which allowed me to then get an idea, what's the cost difference between these two, right? Then we can have discussions about, well, what additional features do you get? Things like safe torque off at the 753, even over the ethernet network, right? That sounds, that sounds very cool. And I can certainly see why customers would wanna do that comparison, uh, compare products and, and maybe make decisions from a cost value perspective. How often do you find customers are looking for that? Is that common? Uh, is that something you do a lot? Or would you just say those are special occasions? No, I think it's something we do all the time, right? So if we're comparing feature sets to power supplies, or we're looking at different circuit breakers, you know, do I compare a molded case breaker against you know, a different style of breaker? Uh, so we have customers that are asking all the time, because they're looking at feature sets versus price versus size. Um, you know, sensors, for example, there, there can be a couple different photoelectrics that perform a similar function. Um, they'll want to know what's the difference, what brackets are required. So this is something that we do on a regular basis. All right. So you've created these different um, configurations, these different scenarios for, for different solutions. They're probably just displayed on a screen. So, how, you know, how do you how do you share that information then? Yeah, while they are displayed on the screen, one of the things that you can do is you can export. Right. And there's a there's a few different options that are available from an export perspective. So you can export directly to Word. Right. You can export to Excel. You can export to CSV 
which is something that we used to use a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, so, back in uh, 1999, <laughs> when we used to first throw a pigskin a quarter mile, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so um, when you do that export, you can also choose individually what, uh, what it is you want to export. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about that country of origin, right? That's where you would choose. Um, that's one of the selections that are available to you from an export perspective. So there's a bunch of different methods that you can use uh, once you select and put together the data. Yeah, so I guess if um, so, if a machine builder is trying to put together a bill material, yeah, I guess they could just export it in, into Word and kind of put it in into their documentation. Yeah. Oh, that sounds all right. You know, this this actually sounds too good to be true, Mike. <laughs> um, so. Uh, you know, how much does this tool cost? There's way too much information in here. It must, must cost something. Yeah, I think you would expect that there would be some cost with all the value that it gives. But guess what, Bill? It's a free software what? package from no. Rockwell Automation. What did you just say? It's free. No, there's there's nothing free from <laughs> No such thing as a free or lunch, right? Right. So it's free. So, huh. Maybe they roll the cost of it into the lunch. <laughs> that's how you know you're doing it right <laughs> unbelievable i can't believe it's free <laughs> yeah why was lunch 58 dollars? i just had a ham sandwich <laughs> exactly. so mike it's it sounds great I, I i learned a lot bill mentioned he learned some things that i didn't i haven't even used some of those functions in proposal works but if someone's out there listening and they're like hey I, i've never heard of it this is the first time how, how does someone get a hold of the uh, the software. How do they get access to ProposalWorks? Well, there's 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 two different methods that you can use. One of the things you can do is a quick search uh, from your favorite internet browser on ProposalWorks with Rockwell Automation, or you can go to RockwellAutomation.com, and one of the pull downs that you'll see is called Support. And if you look under the Selection and Configuration section, you'll see the ProposalWorks configuration tool. So it's actually real easy to find right from the website. That's great. That is easy. And uh, if I'll tell you what we're going to do, we're going to include a link directly to the Proposal Works website on our webpage. So if you got to this episode you're listening to right now and you went through our web portal, um, the link will be right on there for episode 11. Uh, sounds great, Paul. Um, all right, Mike. So let's pretend I'm a I'm a new person. I've uh, I've, I've never used Proposal Works. Um, it may look a little intimidating, although me personally, I always click on everything just to see what it does. But let's say I'm, I'm old I'm software new... guy, right? Right, that's the software. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> what's this do? <laughs> Oops, shouldn't have done that. Um, so let's say I'm not a software guy, <laughs> and uh, you know, I've never used this. You know, is there some training available to to see how I should use Proposal Works? Yeah. So the the software is. Exp- it's on itself is somewhat intuitive, but one of the things that you can do is when you open up the software, you'll see a selection that says help. And directly under the help section, you'll actually find a bunch of product videos, right? So some of the videos are associated with basic navigation and selection. Also that the, the headers and subtotals concept we talked about is included in there. And additionally, a, a deep dive on that export concept. So you could watch a couple of individual videos and then be an expert on proposal works. Huh, so you just don't have to guess and click. <laughs> yeah, no guessing. <laughs> hey, Mike, it, it sounds like we've covered everything. We talked about selection. We've talked about different ways to uh, walk through the questions you need to get to the exact right part. 
talked about exporting, but as usual, we missed something. So I'm going to ask, what did we miss here? What, what didn't we bring up that is uh, a part of proposal works? You know, so one of the things I, I wanted to talk about, and this kind of shows the commitment that Rock Automation has to this tool, is under that help section, you'll see a link to email support. You know, and, and it's not every time, but once in a while, you may find an, a little bit of an error associated with something. And if you do, if you point that error out by clicking on that email support, man, these guys knock it out of the park, right? They really get it done. So you send those links off and you'll find that, uh, that that link will be or that issue will be resolved very quickly, right? And and I've had to do this just a few times, but uh, but I tell you, every time that we've emailed support, it's got to take care of very quickly. I know. Um, I'm usually on the receiving end of those <laughs> those messages, <laughs> and they and they do. Um, they will ping me daily until we we get it fixed. So it's it's to our best uh, interest to to fix those right away. So um, so yeah, I, I can personally attest to, to that statement mike so maybe that's what uh the best kept secret of rockwell is it's the uh the resolving of errors with, with proposal works we've uncovered so many best kept secrets and proposal works in this in this episode i think bill yeah i never knew about the video training either until uh until you pointed it out i just checked it out here and yeah it's great no it's really well done yeah i I'd, I'd agree yeah yeah no thanks for letting me know mike awesome Yep, I'm heading there next. <laughs> uh, no, this is great, Mike. Uh, um, it was great to have you here on Rock Talk, and it's great to have uh, somebody else's perspective from the outside of Rockwell to talk about some of the, the tools that we have, and uh, especially, you know, proposal works. You know, I, I personally use it daily ever since I've, yeah. I joined the components groups, so um, it's it's a lifesaver for me. Yep, pleasure having you, Mike. Really enjoyed it, and. Uh, you brought a wealth of knowledge to this topic and uh, everyone that's listening will definitely get some value. So thank you so much. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for the opportunity to be a part of this. It's, I think it's a great tool and it's a great way to get good information out to, to, to everybody involved, the channel, the customers, the Rockwell employees. It's a great thing. Oh, great. Th thanks for the feedback, Mike. So Paul, what's going to be our, our next topic? Pretty excited about any topic that starts with an acronym, Bill, and this one's going to be TPO. What's that? Total Power Optimization. Ooh. So wow. uh, specifically what we're going to talk about are, are filters and surge suppressors for uh, incoming power to pans. Cool, cool. That sounds great. I can't wait. TPO. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're, we're getting ready to sign off here. Thanks for listening. Again, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and coming soon, Apple Podcasts. And I got to change that because I think we've had Apple for a while. Um, like us, please comment, send us some more ideas. Just like today's episode, we got this uh, idea for going over Proposal Works directly from one of our listeners who sent us an email, and we really appreciate it. And uh, until next time. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.